everybody, and welcome to Writing Easy, a podcast about writing and taking it easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Ho, 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 Melissa. Merry Christmas! (laughs) (laughs) Or or Hanukkah, or Solstice, or Kwanzaa, or whatever sort of year-end holiday you feel like celebrating right now. I hope it's a good one. I uh, I rearranged my office last weekend, and I tell you what, that makes a huge difference. Like it's just refresh the energy in there. Nice. I I used to have an office. <laughs> oh well, yeah. You live in this little little apartment. I'm my out in the whole boonies. Home is my office. Yeah, but you can get like decent carryout, can't you? Like you can get someone thing delivered to you that's like good. Yeah. I know yeah. you did. You got poke delivered to you, didn't you? I did yesterday. It was fantastic. Yeah. I get um, Papa John's pizza, period. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's you win a some, you lose some, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, this week we are going to talk about gifts for writers. If you are a writer, here are some things you might want to ask for. If you have a writer in your life, and if you are a writer, odds are you have other writers in your life. We tend to stick together, though at a distance. And here's some ideas of things you might uh, might be good to get for people because gift g- giving is a thing that can be sometimes challenging. Yeah. But first, we have a wonderful quote. Melissa, do you want to read the quote? Because I love it. I love this quote. Yeah, it's by Amy Tan, the author of The Joy Luck Club. I think that was her most famous uh, novel. Uh, and the quote is, writing is an extreme privilege, but it's also a gift. It's a gift to yourself, and it's a gift of giving a story to someone else. That's really nice. Great is that. I like that it's a gift to yourself and someone else. And I like thinking of it as a gift because sometimes you can think of your audience as a as someone you're trying to like win over, you know, or persuade or or appease maybe. Mm-hmm. But instead to say this is a gift I'm giving to you to please you, I, it's a better energy. Yeah. I like that. And I like thinking about it as a a privilege, too. You know, I think sometimes we feel like it's a burden. Sometimes we feel like, oh, this like I've slogged through this and um, the process can be so hard and so tough. But I do think about it as like I have this ability, this remarkable ability to create worlds and characters and to share Mm -hmm. that with others. And it is a privilege because not everybody wants to do this not everybody feels like that's their strength and so this is a gift that you have yeah it's a privilege it's an it's an honor and uh, yeah i think that helps also in the times when you're feeling like geez i don't want to go you could be like you know what this is this is a, a privilege and it'll get you get those words coming out get you off the internet so presence the first yeah. thing that came came to mind and then i was doing some internet searching and it cer- turns out this is not an original idea uh, a gift for a writer is a Notebook. <laughs> Have you been given notebooks before, Melissa? Do you um, get those? Give those? Not many. Like, not as many as you mm. would expect. But, like, I think that uh, my writer friends will do it. Like, uh, but yeah. other people in my family, like, they wouldn't think of a notebook. Like, they'd be like, what? Well, yeah. I mean, they're not writers. They don't understand our secret yeah. lives. <laughs> and see, I've been given many notebooks, and I use almost none of them because they're so pretty. I don't know. I just don't end up using them. Like I'll, I'll like I have a, a pile of beautiful notebooks with like the first three pages written in, and then never again. Yeah, 
I definitely have a ton of half written notebooks. Like, you know, you're like, oh, this notebook is going to be for this project only. And I'm going to write yeah. all of my stuff in it. And like 10, 20, maybe 30 pages, I'll have stuff. And then I'll just set it aside and forget about it. Because it's not it's never easier than typing on my computer or, you know, or or I am writing just kind of sketchy, noty things. And I don't want to sully this beautiful notebook with, you know, crap. And uh I use big sketchbooks because then it's just totally free and open. So eh. so maybe if you have a, a writer in your life, let's go think past the notebook unless they really want one. You know. Although I did see, I was looking around, I saw there's a waterproof notepad that you can hang in the shower. <laughs> I have never found myself in the shower thinking I need to write this idea down. (laughs) I am a shower ideas person. I am such a shower ideas person. So then you need that. Yeah. That was like, whoa, I could use that. So uh, everyone listening to this and odds are a good percentage of them are related to me. uh, That waterproof notepad would be nice. Um, (laughs) um, But the first thing that I came up with when I was uh, thinking about this was anyone who's a writer is also a reader. And you know, they're going to love books. Otherwise, why would they do this? So the first thing to do is you can get them books. But now you got to be careful, right? Because if they love reading, they also probably have a lot of books. And so the trick is to get them a book that they don't have, but which they would like. So I had some thoughts. First of all, you can go adjacent to their genre. All right. So let's say they write romance. Get them like a chiclet book. Or if they write fantasy, get them a science fiction book. If they write horror, you can get them a dark fan, you know, so you can get kind of similar, but not within it, because you can assume that within their genre, the new stuff they're probably going to have or already read or whatever. What do you think about that? Yeah, I love that. Or like you could get them a special edition of one mm. of their favorite books, something that you know that they've read or loved. Maybe it's a new cover or hardback and they have paperback. You never know. Some of us really, really love books. <laughs> so we'll take another edition. And a lot of times you can go to a bookstore and you can find signed copies of the books because authors will come through uh, when they do a book tour and they'll sign a pile of them. And if there's some that didn't sell, they can do that. If you're in the town where the author, you know, you know, they live kind of nearby, sometimes there'll be more. Um, I recently bought a book uh, by John Hodgman and he has said on his podcast, if you call this one bookstore in Brooklyn, Books or Magic, I will sign it for you. And it turned out I actually was able to go to their website. And I ordered it, the book from the bookstore and I asked for it to be made out to my husband for his birthday. And he he signed it. He signed it. He personalized it. And that signing was free. I didn't pay. I mean, I, I paid a little shipping because I didn't buy it from Amazon, but I supported a small bookstore, which is always a good idea. So, you know, you can get signed copies of books. They're not that hard to find, especially if the author is like alive and the book is recent. Exactly. I think the other thing you can do with books is um, if you don't know what they like, consider like an Audible subscription or a Kindle Unlimited subscription because then they get to choose. They get credits or they get to, you know, figure out which books that they want to. But you're still giving them the joy of reading and listening to a story. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, The other thing you can do is in their genre, maybe look at books that were big like 10 or 15 years ago. That they, because the book, things that are book that are big now in their genre, they're going to know about. Like, that's pretty easy. But to say, let's see, what was big in this genre in the 90s, in the 70s? 
you know, and you might find something cool and, you know, something that's acclaimed. Like if you're looking for a, uh, a science fiction writer or fantasy writer, uh, what books won the Hugos or the Nebula Awards in 1982? And someone's going, oh, I know the name of that book. And, and they're screaming right now. And good for you. I'll look it up later. You know, that might be a good one because you know it's going to be a quality book. But because of the time distance, it might not be something they have right away. And uh, if not, well, you know, you did some research. You tried. So, you know, I think that uh, that might help. Love the books ideas. We all, yes, we are lovers of books. We love words. That's why we write. So never I enough. You can never go wrong with a book. And even if you get a book they don't want, you know, they can exchange it. I have a friend who used to, instead of getting a, a gift certificate or a gift card for a place, because he's like, that's too boring. I'll buy something weird from that place that costs about as much as I want to spend. And, you know, and give them the receipt and say, well, then you can exchange it for the thing you want. This is this ice cream maker is the gift certificate. It's just in the form of an ice cream. I know you don't need an ice cream maker. That's not the point. You'd have to go to the store anyway. It's not that hard to return things anymore. And I'm like, oh, I think that's a pretty good idea. So you can just get a big old book something, and, you know, maybe something funny and say, you know, this is just to exchange. So what do you have, Melissa? Do you have any ideas? I've got a couple more, but if you want to switch off. Um, yeah, I have a ton of ideas always. <laughs> but like sticking with the book thing, this is something that I know a lot of people wouldn't think about. Um, and you can like merge like people's favorite things together, like cooking. So there are a lot mm. of cookbooks that are actually like based on different fiction universes right so there's like a game of thrones cookbook there's tons of harry potter oh. like cookbooks and cocktails i looked it up there's like pride and prejudice and star wars and so if you have somebody who also loves cooking or drinking who doesn't love drinking um you know like there are creative things that you can get them that they're not likely to have but would really enjoy oh. even if they never make a recipe from it they're like oh that's a really good one i like that idea yeah i have a i have a star wars cookbook it's very small just a baking thing and i should pull that out because it's fun stuff in there i like to bake yeah i had a mystery writers of america <laughs> like cookbook and oh, it's fun it's basically like a bunch of their top mystery authors and there's like recipes that are themed to go along with the book and so yeah That's i've really not fun. made a single thing from them but i love the cookbook <laughs> and it looks nice there you go it's the idea though right you have the potential you could if you wanted to yeah, exactly. Another thing that I that you can always find there's a lot of uh, tchotchkes that around literary things and writing things. You know, t-shirts and socks and uh, coasters and mugs and teapots and posters and just all kinds of things that are of a literary or writer ilk. You know, you get the signals catalog or the wireless catalog, and there's piles of things. Um, or you can go to Redbubble and or um, Etsy and find things themed after anything. Um, and that can be kind of fun, too. And I like what I like about using things like Etsy uh, is that you are supporting a small artist, small creator, as opposed to just getting everything from Amazon. So there's piles of things that you can get, just fun little writery things that are always a good time. Yes. I, lo I love Etsy. I spend way too much money on mm -hmm. Etsy, but I tell myself, like, it's an independent solo entrepreneur, small business, and it's a great way to, yeah. like, get unique handmade stuff. Um, so I enjoy that a lot. 
I think on that note too, I something that I've become a big fan of are subscription boxes. Um, which also yeah. have a lot of that like tchotchke fun, like, you know, book culture type content in it. So I get Owl Crate regularly and that's the one that features a YA book. And then it has like, again, coffee mugs, posters, candles, all within like a theme of whatever the book is. And the book comes signed mm-hmm. with a note from the author. There's Scribbler, oh, nice. right? Which is Scribbler is um, writing based. So it's like, it is a fiction book, but then it comes with like, notes on like how like advice from editors and agents or like there's like something there that's specific to a pro and industry pro in the publishing industry and then there again notepads notebooks like postcards socks all that writer fun stuff stuff that's branded for writers and then those are both like 30 to 40 dollars a month so they're not like hugely expensive and you could get just one month or like buy them a a subscription for three months um Mm -hmm. and then there's the book of the month which i don't do but i have a friend who does it and loves it and that's 15 dollars a month but the cool thing about that is they pick five books all of different genres and then you get to choose one of those five that you want so you get a little bit more say than you do with the other boxes where it's like one book this is what you get Mm -hmm. And you may or may not like it. Mm -hmm. So those are fun things. And it's like a delayed gratification because you get stuff every month. Yeah. You get to think about them all the time. My last thing is just kind of a generic uh, category. All things that get things that you think all writers are going to have, like uh, uh, characteristics of all writers. And that is that we need caffeine. We need alcohol. We need stress release. We need chocolate. So, you know, and, and obviously you have to know your writer, you know, if they don't drink, then alcohol's probably not so good. If they're a Mormon, maybe not. A diabetic, the chocolate's probably not such a good idea. But, you know, you get the idea is that we're, we tend to be very stressed out people. Writing is very hard, as we have said many times. So anything to help us chill the hell out <laughs> will be put to good use. Chill out or get ramped up so that we can meet our deadline yeah. <laughs> that we've been procrastinating on but you know there's whiskey called writer's tears and yeah there's like yes there's so many branded stuff like so much branded stuff for for writers it's kind of cool well great do you have any other the things that's all i have i can't think of anything else do you have anything else i mean the other thing i would say is like it's actually really meaningful at least for me for folks to get me um like tools of the trade like things that i need as a writer so especially when i was starting out I didn't have money for like new software or like mm-hmm. ergonomic chairs or like some of the stuff that may yeah. sound like not that sexy to somebody who doesn't write. Like when you're a writer and somebody gives you something to help you write better, it feels really good because it feels like they're acknowledging yeah. you as a writer and acknowledging your passion and, and giving you some kind of, I don't know if it's like affirmation or credibility, but it's it feels really literal support. Yes. It's such literally a they're literally supporting you. Yeah. Thing. So um I put that on there like software, like things like Scrivener, which is not that expensive, but maybe if they're a new writer and they haven't tried it or they've been putting it off, I know it feels really yeah. indulgent to pay out of your own pocket when you have other adult responsibilities. Um, so yeah. getting it as a gift is a, a, a good thing for folks. And then some of the like online classes. So I do mm-hmm. um, master class. I have like a year long mm-hmm. subscription, but they have tons of courses. 
And there's like James Patterson, Shonda Rhyme, Neil Gaiman, um, Joyce Carol Oates. They've just been adding a ton of different authors and screenwriters to their list. And it's like a course that you could take in the matter of a, a weekend or two. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. it's like helping them feel empowered and uh, learn and develop their craft as a writer on things that they wouldn't necessarily pay for themselves because it would feel indulgent. Yeah, that's sort of, I think that's some sort of stuff you need might need to do a little detective work, you know, to make sure you understand like what platform they if they are a Mac person or a PC person or if they have this software or if they, you know, like if someone wanted to buy me an ergonomic keyboard, I'd like well, I already have one that I like a lot, but you know, if you wanted to do this. So you might need to do a little a little work, but yeah, anything you know to setting up the actual environment both physically and technologically uh, is huge. And there's a lot of cool stuff out there now. It's great. And you don't have to, like, if it's a big ticket item, like, you don't have to pay for all of it. Like, you can give them a gift mm-hmm. card or, you know, cash and say, like, this is specifically for this purpose. I know, like, when I do yeah. Comic-Con, like, or Romance Writers of America, the conference, like, they are so expensive. But somebody saying, like, oh, mm-hmm. well, here's, like, a $50 or $20 gift card for Lyft or for um, that you can apply to Southwest flights. Like, I know they have gift cards now. Like, mm-hmm. Those are things that are really helpful in getting me yeah. to where I need to be. That's a really good point. And it honestly probably a lot more helpful than another mug. <laughs> probably. As much as we love mugs. <laughs> and yeah, not, no, no disrespect to mugs. <laughs> love a mug. But yeah. Well, all right. I think we've uh, given everybody hopefully enough suggestions of what they can get us for Christmas. We should set up a P.O. box so everyone can send these things to us. No, and this is for the writer in your life. And if that writer happens to be us, well, then great. But uh, just, you know, kind of keep in mind things that uh, we need. But more than anything, we need your love and support and understanding and patience. Because <laughs> that's more that's more valuable than anything. <laughs> I like it. Well, I think with that note, happy holidays, everyone. And remember, writing is hard. So take it easy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.